who I was no longer lives. All that lives in me is Christ. Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, my Savior. Who I was no longer lives. Old me's dead and gone. I'm becoming a new creation. Living for Christ alone. Who I was no longer lives. She is dead and gone. Dead and gone. Dead and gone. Yes. I was that negative girl, the one who couldn't leave her past alone, drawing it to her future. One day, I lost all my hope, I thought I was lost in shoal, but God gave me the road, the road to go home. Home to my Lord, my Savior, His Christ alone. My Savior's Christ alone, the road for my hope. In Christ alone, I find my hope. Hope for this dark world, light to my road, road back home, home to Christ alone, my Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, my peace and my hope. are in Christ alone until you hit rock bottom until you realize that there's nothing in this world that could fulfill your life until you hit rock bottom until you realize that Jesus our creator is all we need to survive you will constantly fail him because you don't understand that all you truly need is jesus to survive until you hit rock bottom until you've reached the end the end of yourself you'll never understand what peace it brings to love what peace it brings to live for the one and only God the King of Kings he is and Jesus is he's the one and only that you need to live I've been the one to beg to be on my knees and say please don't leave me I love you 
I cried my eyes, I cried myself to sleep several days, and now I see how foolish of me when love is meant to be, then it will be. I am learning to love myself. I'm learning to respect myself. I'm learning to know what I want and what I don't. I'm learning to understand myself. Love. Love isn't a feeling. It is a choice. There are days where you will feel like you don't love the person you're with. And there are days where you will feel that you love them so much and you can't live without them. But always remember that love isn't a feeling. Feelings come and go. They change with circumstances. They change with the weather that happens. Love, love is a choice. A choice to love someone through their faults through their downfalls through all the rainfall that comes to the relationship love isn't a feeling it's a choice it's a commitment you are committed to fight for that person no matter what you're going through no matter what feeling you are feeling at that precise moment. Not everything that a person does makes you want to love them. But it's because you love them that you choose to fight for them. That you choose to be there for them. That you choose to love them. Feelings, feelings come and go. But love is a commitment. And until you truly understand that, my God, will you love the entire world and yet you will have learned to love none. Society has showed us that love is uh, an emotion of what you feel. That's a lie. Love is not an emotion of what you feel. Love is a commitment. It is a choice. That is love. Find the value within yourself. Because if you don't, people will just be playing with you the rest of your life. What are you worth? What do you deserve? How do you expect people to treat you? What is the foundation of your life if you don't find value within yourself? nothing there is no foundation
But when you find value within yourself, you can build a firm foundation to which leads people to have, to know that you have a standard of life and how you want to be treated. You keep hurting yourself. You keep causing pain to yourself. Because you refuse to find the value within yourself. Because you refuse to set a foundation in how people should treat you. You refuse to love yourself. Learn to love yourself. Don't settle for anything less than what you deserve. But with that same token, you have to start believing that you deserve better. That you deserve good. Have you messed up in your life? Yes. Probably worse than anybody in the world and probably even worse than the devil himself. You've messed up. But nevertheless, you're worthy. Not because you're worthy, but because God sees you as worthy. God sees you as worthy of loving, worthy of respecting, worthy of saving. You are worthy, and you must believe that. You are worthy, and you must believe that. So we have a lot of 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds getting pregnant. And... Nobody's doing anything about it. Are we at least talking to our kids? Explaining to them that it is okay to have the emotional attraction to the opposite sex. But with that emotional attraction, there has to be self-control and self-understanding. If you don't have self-control, and if you don't have self-understanding, you will never know why you have those emotions of attraction towards the opposite sex. And then you commit into being with somebody, getting pregnant for all the wrong reasons, because of an emotional attachment that you had for the moment. But when we sit down and talk to our teenagers, to our children, and explain to them, hey, it is okay to think that Bonnie is cute. It is okay to be attracted to her. But what is not okay is to do something that is gonna ruin both of your lives forever. I'm not saying that getting pregnant or having a baby 
will ruin your life. But it does change it. It does make it harder. It's not easy once you have kids. And then how is a kid going to support a kid? That's left. That burden is left to the parents. But it is left to the parents because the parents refuse to have that conversation with your kids. Instead, we let, what, the schools have that conversation? Oh, because they got that sex education? Yes, they're educating them in sex. But what they are not educating them in is that it is okay to have an emotional feeling towards the opposite sex. But there is a proper way a proper way to go about that feeling there is a respectful way to go go about that feeling can you date i mean you can but what is dating dating isn't having sex that is not dating that has ran over into getting married when you date somebody you want to get to know them their ups, their downs, truly know who that person is, when they're happy, when they're sad, you know, the five stages of life, the five stages of the emotions, happy, sad, angry, you know, infuriated, all those emotions that one has is what you're supposed to be getting to know when you are dating so that there is no surprises. But those are conversations that parents don't want to have with their kids because it is uncomfortable. Well, I say it is more uncomfortable to have a 13-year-old who is pregnant. It is more uncomfortable to have a 16-year-old who is pregnant because you didn't have that conversation with her. That is more uncomfortable. I would much rather have a conversation with my child and tell them, look, this is this, this is that. As opposed to my child coming to me, mom, I got somebody pregnant and I don't know what to do. Well, if you don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. It's not my kid. But nevertheless, it, it will be my burden. Talk to your kids because the burden is left on you, parents, not the kids. The kids can't even take care of themselves. They don't even know how to wipe their butts. But it's because they have emotions that are, that are not being talked about, that are not being properly trained on how to handle them, that they fall into the traps of the enemies, you know, into the wrongdoings. Having sex before marriage, having sex when you barely even know the person, having sex because you're attracted to that person. Those are, those are things that can be avoided if you talk to your kids. Make your kids aware. That way your kids are not having kids. And you're not left with that burden. Because that is a stressful burden. In order to bring God's kingdom into this world, we have to learn how to love. But moreover, we have to learn how to build each other up and lose the jealousy, the envy, As we build others up, we learn to find ourselves because we learn to appreciate others. 
as they are and not as we think they should be. And in the process, we learn how to accept ourselves as we are and not as people expect us to be. When you're growing up as a child, you're being raised. If you've got siblings, you're usually compared. Why don't you behave like such and such? And as you get older, if you don't have siblings and you're an only child, you compare yourself to others. Why am I not as smart as such and such? And in doing this, we break our own spirits. We break our own hearts. When parents do this, you break your child's spirit and you break their hearts. When we build each other up, we're helping each other become better. And as we're becoming better, we're doing better. In order for this world to have less evil, less hate, we need to get rid of that jealousy that we have towards each other, the envy. We should be glad that our neighbor is succeeding in life, that they are doing better than us. And instead of being jealous of them, maybe we should ask them, what are they doing? What what can they teach you? Lose the pride. Lose that high eagle. Once you lose the eagle and the pride, and you become humble and you humiliate yourself, you learn that you are just as wonderful as they are in your own way. Build others up instead of tearing them down. And in the process, you'll find that you're building yourself up because you have that joy of seeing somebody else doing better. <laughs>